You're listening to Men of Abundance, episode 112, with Craig Cody. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. Aloha, and what's going on, Men of Abundance? I am Wally Carmichael, your host of the Men of Abundance podcast, the Pay It Forward community. Today, we are talking about something super exciting, (laughs) probably not to many of you. We are talking about taxes. Now, you may or may not know this, but here at Men of Abundance, I want to help you grow in everything in family, faith, finances, and fitness. And being abundant in your finances involves a lot of different aspects and a lot of different things. Everything from earning your money, how you earn your money is super important because that's part of your happiness. Too many people are earning a living and barely doing that and don't even like it. We talk about that once in a while and that's part of the reason why I talk about having a side hustle. But rather you have a side hustle or you have a full-time job or both and you love what you're doing, you have to pay attention to your taxes. Too many people do not pay attention to their taxes, especially entrepreneurs. Many do not do that at all. And we're going to have that conversation today. We're going to talk a little bit about the importance of paying attention to your taxes, how to get your taxes done, what specifically to pay attention to, and specifically if you're an entrepreneur, why you should be an entrepreneur, what the tax advantages are, and so much more. We get into quite a few things in this conversation. And just like any other day, I want to start out by affording you the opportunity to be abundant in your life today. And all you have to do is share Men of Abundance and subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast player. If you're listening to this on the computer, that's cool. I dig it that you're listening on the computer because you're on the website, Men of Abundance website, and listening to this. But did you know that you can listen to Men of Abundance and many other podcasts while you're on the go, while you're traveling, while you're commuting, while you're at the gym, doing whatever it is you're doing, while you're walking around the house, doing house chores or whatever it is, you can listen from your smartphone. And all you have to do is choose one of the buttons there to subscribe. You can either click on iTunes and subscribe there on iTunes or you can click on this blue Stitcher button subscribe on Stitcher or you can subscribe on Android the green button it's super simple just click on that button and then you'll automatically get every episode downloaded automatically to your phone as soon as they post it's super cool it's super easy and you'll get a notification as soon as the newest episode is posted all you got to do is go listen all right so let me bring out our feature guest today Today we're talking with a certified tax coach, certified public accountant, business owner, and former New York City police officer with 17 years experience on the force. That in itself is super impressive. In addition to being a certified public accountant for the past 15 years, he is also a certified tax coach. As a certified tax coach, Craig belongs to a select group of tax practitioners throughout the country who undergo extensive training and continued education on various tax planning techniques and strategies to become as well as remain certified. Craig has co-authored an Amazon bestseller book, Secrets of a Tax-Free Life. Men of Abundance, it is my honor to introduce you to Mr. Craig 
Cody. Craig, welcome to Men of Abundance, man. How you doing? How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm doing very well. Where are you at in the world? I'm actually located about uh, 20 miles outside of Manhattan in a town called uh, Manhasset. Manhasset? I have never heard of that. It's on the north shore of Long Island. Interesting. Very cool. Very cool. I always li like to hear about new places. and Beautiful. You have the city and then you have beautiful beaches. Um, well, then again, you're in Hawaii, so... <laughs> Yeah, well, a little bit spoiled on that end. Um, I've been yes. all, I've been in beaches all over the world too, so um, I'm I'm pretty picky when it comes to uh, labeling a beautiful beach. So listen, man, you know, uh, you and I were introduced by the amazing, amazing people over at Interview Valet. Karen uh, was gracious enough to send me your book, which I've been getting going through absolutely love what you're doing and I've been excited about having this conversation with you for so many reasons and one of the biggest reasons is you know I've been in had a small home-based business for many years and I have a side hustle and I'm always telling my men of abundance and all the abundant leaders out there if you don't have some sort of a side hustle for whatever reason I'd never tell them get a side hustle for the tax benefits I just tell them the benefits of having a side hustle and one of them is the tax benefits and we're going to talk about that here in just a minute we're going to get much more into that i'm sure but i really want to get into who you are as a man and what kind of brought you to where you're at i know you're a police officer thank you for that that's a very very difficult vocation before we get too much into it i really would like to ask you what you're grateful for today because i just like to start the show out that way with an attitude of gratitude Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I have to say family. Family is, is what it's all about. So I'm very grateful for family. Wonderful. I'm lucky. I'm married about 27 years, 28 years, and I have three great kids, 22, 24, and 26, uh, one of whom is a third-generation police officer. That is indeed a lot to be grateful for, for sure. So before we got started here, I already talked a little bit about what you do, but now let's get to know a little bit about who you are. So if you could break it down for us and get a little bit personal and you know, kind of talk to us a little bit about uh, what brought you to kind of what you're doing now. We're going to get into that kick in the gut moment, but let's just get a little bit, little glimpse of who Craig Cody is. Oh, Craig Cody is somebody who uh, was a police officer retiring, uh, retiring as a lieutenant uh, after about 17 years and um, went into accounting uh, and I went directly from the police department to a CPA firm, received my license, worked for them for a number of years and decided uh, I wanted to go into uh, my own business to have the flexibility to spend time with my family and do the things I might not have been able to do when I was in the police department. And that brought me to where I was. Oh, I am. Wonderful. You know, I, I already said it once, but I want to say it again. Thank you for what you did on the police force. Uh, 25 years on active duty in, in the Army, we talk so much about, you know, thank you for your service and all this kind of stuff. And to be quite frank with you, Military personnel, we are deployed much more today than we, well, to Iraq and Afghanistan, stuff like that. I was deployed a lot when I was younger in my career and gone quite often, but not always in harm's way. We're not always in harm's way, and it, it just seems like it is because the media pushes it out that way, but the fact of the matter is we're not. Police officers, on the other hand, a routine day... Uh, a routine pullover, you just never know what you're going to walk up to. It could be a tail light, you, don't, you, you name it, and it can turn ugly super, super quick. And it just, my blood starts 
pumping and, and I'd start getting all shaky just thinking about the nervousness of that because I've been in those situations but not on a daily basis. The stress is extremely high and the stress for the spouse and, or the family at home and the kids that understand what's going on, it's just extremely high as soon as you walk out that front door. So seriously, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for spending that time of your life and doing that for your community. Well, thank you very much. But I have to say, I think the same way when I see anybody in the military. So um, six of one, half a dozen other. We just pray everybody stay safe. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And thank you for that. So, you know, being a police officer, I know there's been a lot of kick in the gut moments, whether personal or on the job or otherwise. And here at Men of Abundance, we don't like to highlight those down points and those those points that really when we're kicked down. But we do like to point out that these events do happen. And while everybody's situation is different, many of them are similar. So if you could, I'd love for you to share with us one of those kick in the gut moments and make us feel that. Oh, yeah. Okay. A big kick in the gut moment that really had a profound impact on everything and what I was going to do. I mean, when I joined the police department, uh, you know, I joined NYPD and I had the vision of being a chief. That's what I was going to do. And um, I was, you know, making my way up. I was a sergeant, a young sergeant, and I had a great position. I was a sergeant in the intelligence division and I was working for the mayor's security and had all this prestige and everything. And I just happened to work with a guy that was not a nice person. And he basically didn't like me because, you know, I was good at what I did. And uh, one day I asked to be transferred and to another division. And basically I became what we call incompetent overnight. And back to patrol on midnights in Brooklyn with a big black cloud over my head. So uh, I was lucky because um, he was not that bright. And I grieved it. And the grieving in the police department is like going to kangaroo court. You don't win. But... Like I said, he was not that bright, and I won my grievance. And But I also learned, you know what? I need to be somewhere where nobody controls my fate. And uh, that's when I went back to school to get my accounting degree. So that was my kick-in-the-gut moment. Yeah, and you also turned that around by just really you completely changed careers. I mean, you pretty much redefined yourself. And I must say you've defined yourself very well with this book uh, that I have here, Secrets of a Tax-Free Life. I love the title, uh, and some people may, go, may may kind of, I don't know the term, may kind of look down on that. It's like, what do you mean a tax-free life? Why do you not want to pay your taxes? But as we're going to get into it, there are many, I personally know, because I've taken a tax course in small for small business owners, home business owners specifically. What I was taught, what I've learned, is that of all categories of taxpayers, the category that has the most tax benefits and the most tax breaks are the home business owners for many reasons and there's something like 120 something tax benefits but most of us only use like seven to nine and those are the ones that really know what's going on Uh, i know i personally do and i've got a story for that myself with this tax season but um i would like you know to really kind of go through a little bit i was reading through your book and there was a chapter here that I eventually want you to uh, kind of talk on, because this one's new to me. A lot of stuff in this book is new to me, quite frankly. Uh, rent my house to myself. Why? <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> well, the, the, the tax code allows you to rent your house for up to 14 days a year and not have to pick up the income as income. 
And uh, we, we kind of refer to that as the Augusta rule because we, we believe it came out of, you think of where some of these great golf courses are and there's not a lot of hotels and you have the players and their entourage going down there and where are they going to stay? So you want to motivate people to rent their houses to these people. So the government basically says if you rent your house up to 14 days a year, you do not have to claim that as income or pay tax on it. Yeah, that's... So you have to do it the right way. Okay, um, not not you know not every sole proprietor can do that, but it's it's the tax code allows you to do that. Well, what is that? What is the right way to do that? That's one of the well, things that's missing most of the time is so many people don't want to write off certain benefits that they're told that they can write off, mostly because one they don't know how, and two they've heard somewhere that they have to keep documentation somewhere. Right. Well, you always need to document what you do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but basically, the code allows a, a business, which is an entity, not a sole proprietor, to pay rent. And if that rent happens to be to you, and it's for 14, up to 14 days a year, and you're using it legitimately, you have a lease, uh, maybe you have your board of directors meetings, depending on what it is. It can't be to entertain, but it has to be for you, your board of directors, your staff. You're legally allowed to rent that home, and then you your business pays a check to you individually and as long as you don't go over the 14 days you don't have to claim it if you go the 15 days you have to pick it all up very interesting yeah that's one i didn't know like i said there's many um subjects that you touch on in this book uh that i didn't i had no idea now the guy ironically enough the guy that i took the course from uh he is not a tax accountant. He's not an accountant at all. He's an investigative attorney, or he's an investigative journalist. That's what he was. And he himself had a small business, and people were constantly asking him about the tax codes, and he always heard. Everybody says it in all of these, you know, advertisements. Well, it's, it's a great idea to have a home-based business because of all the tax benefits, but nobody could find all of these benefits in writing, in the code. And he asked multiple accountants, most accountants aren't taught this stuff, as he found, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what he told the class, and I've talked to him personally several times, is that most tax accountants or accountants aren't taught home business specifically with those benefits are. He did a lot of research, he even went as far as going to what is the, the Library of, of Commerce and all this stuff. He went everywhere. And he finally found somebody who could show him all the tax codes, and he reviewed, he just studied this stuff. He put, to, that's when he started, he made this like his life, traveling around, teaching this stuff, making it a point that he's not an, a tax accountant, but he has this information, and he, he documents, he shows you where the code's at, tells you how to talk to your tax accountant, and all this kind of stuff, your CPA, and to share these codes with them and have them review it. And I was blown away. There's so many things that benefits and so many codes out there that the average person just can't possibly keep track of that. So what would you su suggest to, or what do you say to that? And then what would you suggest to those folks that are considering starting a home-based business or already have one but aren't using those tax benefits? Well, well, the biggest mistake we see people make is they fail to plan. So it's not so much that their tax accountant really isn't aware, but most tax accountants, CPAs, enrolled agents are very good at putting the right numbers in the right boxes, but they're kind of looking in the rearview mirror. Nobody's looking forward and being proactive. Mm -hmm. 
So you want to work with somebody who you can communicate with and you communicate with throughout the year and they're going to help you be proactive. So you can come up with a plan because like I said, most people, it's just they fail to plan. They spend more time researching the car they're going to get than looking at what, what they can do to save the, you know, save taxes and keep more of what they make. Right, even on that car that they're spending so much time to go purchase, they're 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 looking to go purchase that car because they want the car, but they don't look at it from a financial uh, standpoint or a, a future saving standpoint. Right, exactly, hmm. exactly. We, we I, I always you know it comes down to communication and planning, and if you don't communicate with that person, you really can't plan. Agreed. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, where do you specialize? Quite frankly, yeah, we we specialize in businesses, and doesn't mean um, they're not or only are small business, home based businesses. I mean, there's with the internet, that advent of the internet, people, so many people can now work from home and you know generate significant income. So um, we we kind of span the gamut of you know, home-based people, consultants have, you know, then you have all the people that are selling things online these days. Um, and we just, our clients are those that, you know, they want the benefits of somebody that's proactive and they, they want basically somebody to show them how to do it. And they want to run their business and make their money and leave the planning part to us. So you do all that as well. You, do you plan, help them plan ahead? I'm assuming that's what you do. That's the first thing we, any new client, we do a tax plan for, which basically sets out the strategy and shows them, okay, you're going to save X amount of dollars. And our typical plan saves our typical client about $20,000 a year in taxes. So that's a lot of shoes. Yeah. Yeah, to say the least. The first time I started using ACPA myself, and it was right after I took the course on home business t- uh, tax benefits. The contrast from the year prior, which I did have a business at the time, but I really didn't understand the tax codes. I didn't understand a 1099. I didn't understand what I could legally deduct. I've heard the horror stories of people being audited and this, that, and the other. Once I decided to use a, an accountant and then share what I knew with him, and he knew some. He knew quite a bit, actually, because he, most are small business owners anyway, because that's their practice. But he also had another business on the side as well. And so he knew quite a bit of the code. The difference was, my return was a difference between, about a $2,000 difference. Right, which makes a big difference if, you, if you're, you know, you're keeping more of what you make. So you're working hard, and you want to keep what you're legally allowed to keep. Look at, you know, look at Warren Buffett, look at Donald Trump. Yeah, so let's talk about that, you know, and you brought up Trump, and it says it on the back of your book, um, how to keep more of your taxes, uncover the secrets wealthy business owners like Donald Trump and Warren Buffett have used for years to pay less tax than their than their secretaries, which I know this, I know basically what they're doing, but for those who say, oh my goodness, you know, Warren and, and Donald, they're not paying their taxes, what do you say to that? Well, I mean, they're creating jobs, okay? So they're, you know, re- in, in my opinion, they're reinvigorating the economy. So they may not be paying much in personal tax, but they're generating, you know, a lot of wages for a lot of people. So they, they're, they're contributing something. And the tax code allows you to do it, so why should you not do it? You know, if Congress wants, says you can't do it, let them change the code. Agreed, agreed. And I say it all the time that many people, not just in the United States, but I know people in Canada, I know people in other uh, countries that have similar systems as ours, they're just fiscally illiterate. And that doesn't just mean 
you know, not to go get a payday loan because it doesn't make sense. You're going to end up paying more for that $100 you just got for a payday loan in the long run because it's, you know, 36% interest. But understanding, like you said, planning ahead, doing things on purpose with your finances in order to keep more of what you make. And if the code's written that way, then why not do it? What do you? What is your thought process, or what do you know about why is it? Why are the codes written that way for businesses specifically? I, I'm going to guess at that one, but it's because businesses, you know, generate revenue by creating wages for employees. So as you hire people, okay, they get paid, they spend their money, and you have sales tax that it generates. You have FICA tax that it generates. So. The more people you hire, the more people you you know you're putting to work, and that has that trickle down effect. Right, absolutely, I completely agree with that. Another thing that I say that what we was talking about with with Donald and and Warren is, um, you know, they say well they're not paying their taxes, but they are paying personal tax. But it's their companies, well their companies are paying taxes, and then personally because they're the owners of the business, they're getting the tax breaks. And you're right, they're putting so much money into the uh, into the economy and they're employing so many people but taking it back to the home business and the solopreneur mindset my thought process is and I and I've read this multiple times is that Congress basically hit they write this into law and they protect this because men think about this if you have a side hustle and you have a home-based business that you're doing from home or your spouse is doing from home or even one of your kids is doing from home, all of a sudden something happens to you to where you just cannot go back to work. You get injured, you get laid off, the economy tanks. What Put in whatever situation it is, and I know many of you are already in this situation. The government would prefer you to put more emphasis and more effort into your home-based business into whatever side hustle it is that you have going on than to go down the street to the unemployment line and draw funds from unemployment. It just makes sense. And that's my thought process as far as small business owners are concerned. So Congress, as I know it, has been consistently protecting these laws and these these codes to assist and ensure that people are finding other ways to make an income. That way they don't have to draw off the government funding. Right. Right. You know, that's, that's the way it should be. Generate some money. Exactly. So what are some good news stories that you've personally um, been able to help people? What's one of the biggest stories that you've been able to help people with their taxes and enlighten people in rather in their business or personal life? You know, it really just comes down to sitting down with people, planning and, you know, saving them money that allows them to do something that they normally would not be able to do. And it could be, you know, it could be shoes, okay, the one that wants to buy all those shoes. It could be a family vacation. It could be paying for their, you know, having enough money to pay for their child's education. There's a lot of different stories out there. I mean, you know, we've saved, you know, the, the biggest tax savings we've done in the tax plan was over $400,000, you know. Wow. So that, that was a lot of money. But that was somebody that was obviously paying a lot of money in tax. But... When we do a plan for somebody, I always kind of look at it as, you know, that's life-changing money for a lot of people because it allows them to do things that they may not have been able to do. Yeah, very good point. So two questions in reference to tax codes. What's one of the most unique things that you've seen as far as tax codes are concerned that people can save on their taxes? And then the other question to that is what is one that just about anybody could use right now that they don't know about? Just about anybody can use, they can hire their children. 
as long as they do it right and document what they what they should be documenting. So that's available to anyone with kids. And the, the tax code, there's actually the tax court has ruled on cases uh, where the child has been as young as seven years old. So we, we like to, you know, kind of step it up a little bit and wait till the child is about 11 before we employ that strategy. But then you have to document what they're doing and you have to pay them a reasonable wage, okay? You can't pay them $1,000 an hour to lick stamps. And that's just the way to make something that would not normally be deductible, deductible. So say your son is, you know, on a hockey team and he's on a travel team and it's costing you $500 a month. If you're paying him $500 a month and that money's going into his bank account and then he's paying for his travel from there, you basically made that expense tax deductible. I mean, that could help fund a lot of things uh, yes, that, that you yes. wouldn't even consider. Right. And you just have to make sure you document it and do it correctly. You can't lie. You have to document mm-hmm. everything. Right. And what kind of jobs would you have your child doing? You know, it depends on what business you're in. There's, you know, it can be anything from licking stamps and filing to if the person is older. You can have them, you know, monitoring your properties and going by and make sure they're in, you know, the right shape to, you know, office stuff to, you know, um, you know, my daughter, when she was old enough and she was in school and, you know, she was working as an intern in my office. Mm-hmm. So she was doing something that, you know, she was actually receiving training to do. Excellent. Yeah, I'll tell you one that I did personally with my oldest boy. When he was 13, he had, he's, he was pretty tall at his age, so he already had kind of a man voice. And uh, I was doing lease options. And what I would do is I'd have, I'd highlight out of the newspaper numbers that I want him to call renters and ask them if they would consider doing a lease option and he didn't ha- I had a script for him he really got it down and he would make those calls and then if they said yes then he said okay I'll have my colleague call you you know in the next couple hours or he already had my schedule there where he could plug them all in and that worked out amazingly for so many reasons one because of the tax benefits of that and I was able to pay him and the other reason was simply because it really gave him the confidence to talk to people. He was cold calling and he was getting the confidence of talking to people. He was learning the business of lease options and how to, you know, and a little bit about real estate and stuff like that. And he learned how that, you know, you do something like that, you learn something like that, you can get paid the better you get. So because especially got paid when we made deals. (laughs) That's right. That's an incentive. Yeah, absolutely. So, Craig, we're at the point in the show where we're going to pay it forward to our Abundant Leaders. You ready to do that? Yep. Hey, guys, if I've been at all successful in convincing you that you need some sort of a side hustle, you're out looking right now for some way to build a side hustle or build upon an idea that you already have. And you're trying to learn things like building a website. What website should I use? What provider should I use? What kind of marketing should I do? Online marketing, social media marketing. Should I look at these new bots, these Facebook bots? How do I create an email list? What autoresponder do I use? I mean, I can go on and on with all of the different intricate parts of starting a business, whether it's online, offline, brick and mortar, out of your home, whatever it is, you name it, you don't have to look any further. You can get it all in one place in a membership site called Freedom, F-R-E-E-D-Y-M. And I'm a member of Freedom. I'm always in there. I'm always learning new things. They're consistently adding new video tutorials, which is the way that I like to learn. I like to watch the video, pause it, then go implement it, 
then start it again and continue on from there. And you can go back all the time, anytime that you want, and watch these videos. Freedom is dubbed the Netflix for entrepreneurs because there are so many videos in there from all kinds of different people, not the same person. That's the cool thing about it. Yes, Ryan Lee is the creator of Freedom, and you'll hear him a lot, but he also brings on other experts that are experts in their fields, people that he learns from, and he shares that information with all the members within Freedom. Now, you can get access to Freedom by going to menofabundance.com, click on the Resources tab, and scroll down and you'll see the Freedom logo. Now, if you are looking to get started with Freedom, I am asking you to use that link because it is linked back to me. Because since becoming a member and absolutely loving everything in there, I became an advocate, and then I found out I could become an affiliate. What that means is, for everybody that signs up from that link, Men of Abundance gets a kickback. And I say Men of Abundance because that's going back into keeping the mic on. And as I start generating more income through Men of Abundance, a portion of the income is going to various charities that I'm aligned with. So not only are you going to get the best training that you're going to find online to start any type of online business or brick and mortar business, you're also going to be helping me keep the mic on and helping a charity. How awesome is that? Paying it forward multiplied. Now go take a look at what freedom can do for you at menofabundance.com forward slash resources or just click on the resources tab at menofabundance.com. Now let's get back to the conversation. Excellent. So give men of abundance one to three actionable steps that they can take today. Okay. I, I would say, you know, three things, um, you know, make sure you smell the smell the roses. It's not all about, you know, work enjoy life enjoy your family don't don't wind up being you know an old man and looking back and realizing you missed out on all these wonderful things don't sweat the small stuff easier said than done sometimes but you know you can only control what you can control and then uh, on a tax planning arena you know communicate with your professionals communicate and you know this way you can really figure out what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do yeah, thanks for sharing that, definitely. And um, what daily habits make up the biggest impact in your life? I, I think, you know, there's a couple of them, but off the top of my head, I'd say, you know, we use um, in our office, I use a time blocking strategy. So I set aside a certain amount of time every day or try and set aside a certain amount of time every day where I just work on my business versus in the business. So that's had a huge impact on our business, which has obviously had an impact on my life. What are you reading or listening to right now that you would recommend to our abundant leaders and why? Uh, well, I'm about to start reading The Who, which is uh, all about hiring. But um, anyone that hasn't read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I would say that's a good read. It is absolutely a good read. I've had both my older boys read that book and it. <laughs> Just be careful because it will definitely change your mindset. That's for sure. What is the Who? I've, I have not heard of that one. The the Who. Um, I was only introduced to it yesterday. The Who has. It's all about hiring and hiring practices and and what to look at. And it's supposed to be a great book. Yeah, I'll definitely look that one up. And I'll have that book and both of those books listed in the show notes. So, what does living a life of abundance mean to you, Craig? I I, I think it really means you know smelling the roses enjoying what what you have okay don't worry about so much what you what you have what you don't have spending time with family and doing things so you know make good memories and just you know enjoy yourself you know in a, in a enjoy yourself in a um, non-reckless way 
Excellent. So, Craig, I'm going to have your website linked up in the show notes. That's in its, correct me if I'm wrong, it's CodyCPA.com, correct? No, it's actually, it's Craig Cody and company.com. And um, I'm going to offer your listeners a copy of my, uh, a free copy of my book, The 10 Most Expensive Tax Mistakes That Cost Business Owners Thousands. And um, I'll give you the link, but that will be uh, CraigCodyandCompany.com forward slash men of abundance. Perfect. And I'll have that linked up in the show notes. So I'm sure we can reach you through there and I will have any of your social media, all of that stuff linked up in the show notes as well. So if you could leave us with a parting piece of guidance and then we'll say aloha. Okay. Parting piece of, uh, you know, enjoy what you have. Enjoy what you have because one day it may not be there. Craig, it's really been a great conversation. I've been looking forward to this. And as I said in the beginning, and I've got your book here, guys, I'm telling you, get a hold of this book. I will have uh, links to the book as well that um, so you can get your hands on this book. It's called Secrets of a Tax-Free Life. And just get a hold of it because this type of education is rare. Most people are not reading this type of book. And most people are losing out so, so much. You have no idea, once you get educated, how much you can save and put back into your pocket, put into your kid's education, uh, you know, put into your next vacation, you name it, whatever you want to do with it. You're just throwing too much of your money away. And you need somebody like Craig on your side. And one way you can get him on your side is to get a hold of this book. I don't normally push a book so much as I do as I am this this one. But this is super, super important to me because I see so many people out there struggling and needlessly. And so many of you have amazing skills that you can turn into a side hustle and start reaping some of the benefits of that alone in addition to the tax benefits. So, Craig, again, it's been a pleasure and I look forward to talking with you much more in the future, brother. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Aloha. Goodbye. All right, guys. Don't take this conversation lightly at all. Your taxes are extremely important. If you've ever been audited or if you've ever been in any kind of trouble with the IRS or owed the IRS money, you know they don't play. And why even get involved in that? Why get it that far? Be ahead of the game. Take full advantage of every tax code that you possibly can based on your situation. Listen, it's not taking money from the government. Those codes are there for a reason and they want you to take advantage of that, but you have to put in the work or you have to hire a very good tax consultant or somebody who knows your situation as it pertains to your taxes. Listen, this is not something that you want to deal with during tax season. This is something you want to get ahead of and you want to keep record of throughout the year. So again, don't take this lightly. Make sure that you get informed and get the education that you need and get the people on your team that you need in your circle. All right, now go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.